Hi everyone and welcome to this week's moment. I am so happy you are here for your mother kind moment of calm, connection and maybe even a shift in perspective before the crazy week ahead. This week's moment is with Philippa Perry, who I know many of you know and love. She wrote that incredible book, The Book You Wish Your Parents Had Read. And this clip is so, so powerful. In it, she shares the truth about feelings, especially anger, and why it's vital for us parents to be able to feel our own feelings. So then we can help our children do it. Makes sense, doesn't it? And as we often talk about being able to connect to our feelings and help our children do that, is the foundation for emotional health, which we know is a massive indicator of how happy we are in our lives. So all the good stuff. I hope that this episode is inspiring. I hope it helps you have an easier week when you're dealing with whatever it is you might be dealing with. Here it is. I think parents always want their kids to be happy and they want this so much that when you're unhappy, you can be told you're not unhappy. No, you feel fine. No, you're fine. My husband used to ask me, why do you take your temperature when you're ill? You know you're ill. I go, no, I don't. I really don't know I'm ill. I need proof. Because I hadn't learned to trust my feelings when I was feeling a bit off. You know, I'd say, feel my head, feel my head. So we're born with a great set of instincts and feelings. But what we need help with is being able to process those feelings. And we learn to process them, not by being told we're not having them, but by putting them into words. And this is where the generational thing really comes into play is because I can imagine how if I hadn't done, luckily enough, all the therapy I'd done before I became a mum, I absolutely would not be able to bear my children's feelings because I couldn't bear my own. If you can't bear your own feelings, to take on another layer of someone so close to you is very, very difficult. I think we need to make friends with feeling sad, feeling angry, and these types of feelings that maybe we weren't encouraged to put into words, we were encouraged to sit on or not have. And the trouble is, if you're encouraged to sit on sadness or sit on anger, you press it down and that becomes unprocessed feelings, which becomes depression. Depression, If your mum says to you or your dad says to you you seem very sad today can we talk about that what's happening for you and they say my best friend isn't talking to me anymore and you go oh that must feel awful rather than rushing to fix because we love our children to be happy we always want to fix them fix them but paradoxically again the way to fix isn't to fix it's to feel with them so they don't feel daft for feeling sad that friend isn't talking to them anymore we know that they're not worried about paying the mortgage which we might be so we think well that's nothing compared to what I've got on my plate my friend not talking to me and I can't afford this month's rent or whatever it is but their feelings for them are just as big as your feelings are for you and they deserve just as much honoring it's okay to be sad You just want someone alongside you. When you are sad, you don't want to be alone in your sadness. So if we can bear our own sadness, then we can bear our kids being sad too. And then sadness stays as sadness and doesn't become depression. I just feel like this is one of the most important, if not the most important things that parents can do. Because 
don't we think we're taught right as society that if we can push our feelings away they go away and my experience is that they absolutely don't my first kind of warning bells were physical illnesses actually and then became mental health illnesses so do you see like clearly we are in a mental health pandemic that's probably the bigger pandemic than coronavirus do you think how much of that is linked to what was going on in the 80s and 90s, which was all that push feelings down, seen, not heard, time out, naughty step parenting? I don't know, but it's so helpful if you do get the skills early on about being able to put your feelings into words. I mean, I'm managing quite well after 25 years of therapy to be sad and to be frustrated with being locked down, for instance, and be sad about the people I've lost to coronavirus without going bonkers. But if I didn't know how to process those feelings, then I would go bonkers. And I think one feeling that we have the most difficulty with in processing for our children is anger. So we don't like it when the kid throws the toys out of the pram because we have to pick the toys up. So obviously we don't like it. So we tend to tell them off for being angry rather than give them better ways of expressing their anger. We want them to be socialised, yes, but so we want them to be able to express their anger rather than act out their anger. And it's great if adults can do this too. And I did this for my daughter. If I was getting angry rather than be angry, I'd say, oh, I can feel myself getting angry and I don't like it. You know, I'd just explain what was going on with me. So I'd keep doing this. And, of course, she was a four-year-old, so she'd keep being angry how she was angry, like shouting or crying or having a tantrum or whatever. And then once when I said that something wasn't possible, that she wanted to be possible, she looked at me and said, I'm going to get very angry in a minute like that. And I just thought, that is brilliant. She's telling me how she feels. That is so good. And I go, yeah, it's really frustrating, isn't it? I can understand how you feel. So we are learning there that you can talk about your anger, that it's acceptable to be angry, that it's okay to be angry, and how to show your anger. So you don't get a tantrum then when they're a bit older, which is quite nice. I'm Lauren and I'm Nicole and if you enjoy this show you will love our podcast self-care club every week we trial a different form of self-care and report back on the results we've tried everything from cuddle therapy setting boundaries laughter yoga and many more two friends who rarely agree on anything testing out the world of self-care so you don't have to we've even written a book dedicated to self-care practices that cost you nothing you can listen to self-care club wherever you get your podcasts or to purchase our book search have you tried this on amazon